Welcome back to the Bulls and the Bears, presented by Online Trading Academy. I am Aaron, and I will be the bear today, and that leaves Nigel with all the bull. Oh, man, I'm not bullish. No. <laughs> oh, oh, you're Santa always Claus a bull. Santa Claus is on. not coming to town, all right? <laughs> Just, oh. All right. Well, and you're saying that, of course, because... The Santa Claus rally is not coming to town, is what I'm expecting. That's what you're thinking, yeah. yeah. Who well, knows? And and we just hit that spike. Okay, now we've been we talked about it during the last segment, right? Yeah. But the two every time it hits the two hundred day moving average, it bounces right back down. Yeah, and it just hit that. Now the two hundred day moving average. We're not saying that's what you need to look at and and do any kind of trading off of that. No. All right. What we are saying is is that it just so happens that in a textbook bear market. This is it's acting just like a textbook bear market. Yeah, that okay? the averages yeah. are there for a reason. Right. And and the overwhelming amount of sellers are touching that 200-day moving average, or at least have been, during the last peaks in, in what's called bear market rallies. Mm-hmm. All right. And we've just been through a bear market rally. And so, you know, if you listened to us last week, we were talking about uh, the the bear market rally that we were in. We mm-hmm. weren't bullish last week either. No. Now you know why. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because yeah, on Friday it hit that area of overwhelming sellers. Started on its well, it didn't start on its way back down until Monday. Monday but we yeah. were expecting it. Okay. This is you know something that I think that people should understand that that the there is a rhythm. There there is I don't know. There are things that make the market very predictable for those that know what they're doing in the markets. Yeah. Now, you would Look at that and you would say, well, wait, my broker is in the markets and... Shouldn't they know this? It, yeah, they've just been letting it ride down here. They should know that, right? Yeah. Your broker does not trade. No. All right. Uh, your broker is on a different program altogether. And so because the brokers don't trade, then they have to just look at things and say, well, I couldn't possibly trade thousands of people's accounts or a hundred people's accounts or how many of our clients they've got, right? Mm-hmm. I can't trade that many accounts, so I'm not going to bother. I'm simply going to put them on a different program where I can take care of a whole bunch of people and still kind of muddle through the markets. And, and try to give them the average. So if the market's down on average 15%, well, you're probably right around that area. Right. But for somebody that's trained in the markets, then... You know, we, we, we look at things in bull and bear pattern. Mm-hmm. Now, Nigel is typically bullish because typically. 90% of the time the market's going up. Mm-hmm. So it makes a lot of sense to be bullish. But you can see that he switches back and forth between bullish and bearish depending on what's going on. Now, during the bearish times, does that mean that Nigel is losing on his trades? No. No, I'm it just does not. changing the direction. Yes. <laughs> so for a good investor or trader... They understand that bull market, bear market, neither of them are bad. Both of them are good. It's just that you change your tactics. Mm-hmm. In one, you're, you're positioned for everything to go up. In another one, you're positioned for it to go down. Or if you don't know how to go down, if you, if you don't know what the short is, mm-hmm. right, then at least you understand that there are things that go up when the market does go down. goes down. Yeah. And so one of the things that typically goes up, and this is something that the kind of novice investor has known for a long time Mm -hmm. and has used, but not very effectively, is gold. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Now, last week we talked about gold. In every bear market, 
uh, gold, at least for the last, I don't know, 30 years, has simply tracked with the S&P up to a point, Mm -hmm. okay? And then there comes a point of what's called gold divergence. This is something to note right now, Yeah. okay? Because uh, it might be happening right about now. And uh, and that's that's canary in the coal mine, meaning that bad things could happen soon. Well, and and okay. what it, what really happens though is is as the market is going down, people are losing money. They're uncomfortable with that, and so they're like, okay, where do I put my money? Well, yeah, but for a good portion of that time, right? So in two thousand eight, yeah, um, you were t- you were you tracked this right it, for. So many months it went along just tracking the S and P. Gold yeah. went along. It was somewhere around between six and nine months. I yeah, can't six and nine one. months. Yeah. Uh, when the S and P went up, gold went up. When the mm-hmm. S and P went down, gold went down. And so six months into the bear market, nine months into the bear market, and gold is still tracking. But all of the sudden, in September of two thousand eight, it stopped tracking. Mm-hmm. Right. All of a sudden, it's saying, "Oh no, no, no! I'm done with this." And, uh, and, and there's a divergence and gold starts going up even when, uh, the market goes down. And then at the very end of September or beginning of October, all of a sudden we have got that, you know, I mean, where it goes down in earnest, it just jumped out the window. Yeah. It's no well, longer. And, and the bouncing. reason, the reason is though, is because people are pulling money from one thing and putting it into something else. Right. Money doesn't just disappear in the market. It's just moved. Well, right. And, and so you know, in this market, there's going to be a point where people s- simply capitulate. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm accepting that this is going to be a bad market for a lot longer. I am tired of losing. We're going to simply pull our money now, and we're going to put it in something that should not go down when the market goes down, which, you know, for the for the novice is gold. Yeah, Gold typically goes up when the market jumps out the window. And so when there's enough fear out there in the common person – that's when we see gold divergence. But that's also right about the time that everybody starts withdrawing their money, meaning that the market itself takes a fevered pitch down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so we've been watching for this um, canary in the coal mine. We've been watching for gold divergence. Last week, we were talking about the weakness in the gold market. Yeah. You remember. Now, the gold was still kind of tracking with the S&P last week, but there were some there were some really weird things happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, some variance in what was going on where if you looked at a candle chart, you just thought, whoa, where'd that come from? Yeah. Right. Um, and it was very short lived, but you'd see these massive wicks up both up and down and, and then it would settle out, uh, you know, at, at the, the same exact price. same place that yeah. it, it started. Um, however, <laughs> the, the weird thing is, is that, uh, is that that was simply showing the weakness that was there. It was not showing divergence. It was tracking along. Mm-hmm. And that's what we talked about this last week. This week we're talking about signs of divergence. Yeah, and right? it's not just gold, it's silver also. Right. They they kind of mirror each other. Now, they don't move exactly the same or the same percentages or anything like that. Right. But they still will kind of separate at the same time. Right. Of the two of them, gold typically has a, a larger variance range mm-hmm. than than silver. Yeah. All right. Um, but eventually when people simply get tired of, of taking, you know, the market down and they get scared enough, then they pull their money, throw it into gold. Gold goes up, the market goes down and mm-hmm. it goes down fast and hard. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, the divergence looks like it might be happening. If it actually happens, then hold on to your butts because we're going down. 
<laughs> Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and a lot of people think that um, crypto is going to be like gold, where it's going to separate with the S and P. Well, I don't think they're thinking I that anymore. Highly doubt that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> crypto has a all kinds of its own problems. <laughs> yeah, and right now, I, I think that we've got enough people that have started to see the light. Oh, hey, crypto might not be very safe. Yeah, um, to where uh, to where I really doubt that people are going to be running to that as safety. Yeah, all right. I mean, now I could be wrong. The internet is a chatter of, of right. all kinds of things of they what think what they think is going to happen, and it's all bullish. By the way, there's not a lot of people out there. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. All right, those those voices that are bullish. Well, do they have a good reputation over time? They've never seen a bear market. Yes, okay, so that's so. where you're getting a lot of the chatter of stuff where people have never even seen a bear market. Yeah, so the these are upstart whippersnappers who have never actually been through a bear market. Whippersnappers. Whippersnappers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's let's define you, you know, you really need to be careful about whose advice you take. Well, of course, but I mean, yeah. when when people get on the internet, they google all kinds of things and they think, "Oh, well, if this person has a million followers on YouTube, they must know something." I know. And Google is obviously the arbiter of all truth. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. As long as you know what you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you know, but, um, but, uh, when you're looking at things, you want to make sure that you're looking at the right things. Okay. Uh, one of the other things I, I want to turn our, our attention here to, um, to the zombie companies, because hmm. I've said it for a long time, interest or not interest rates. I'm sorry. Inflation was going to be the kind of the bugaboo, the thing that took the market down first. Yeah. Now we've got a new problem and that's debt. Yes. Okay. And debt is going to be the next shoe that drops. And so I've been watching very carefully to see how many of the zombie companies start popping up. And where I expect to see them first is kind of some of the flashy ones, right? Yeah. The the ones that are a little bit more new, but have made a big name lately. You saw their, um, car their stock machines. prices. Yeah. Well, okay. So you're talking about Carvana, obviously. Yeah. And that's one that we were talking about. Yes. Carvana has turned into a zombie stock. All right. And, uh, and it's actually been a zombie stock for a little while, but they've been holding off news, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the thing is, is that I've been watching it and I, I couldn't believe how long the analysts let it go before they actually caught on or let everybody else know, right? The stock Carvana stock was downgraded. It, it was dropped. It, it dropped 97% before they the analyst it. said, oh, hey, maybe we should downgrade this. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't tell people Ooh. to buy this anymore. No. <laughs> well, and 97% was when they downgraded, but now it's like 99%. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it went from a 300 and something dollar stock to a $3 stock. Yeah. In fact, the bankers beat them to it. It was downgraded because the bankers said, yeah, we're not lending them more money anymore. Yeah. <laughs> their their debt rate is is now cut. Yeah. All right. They're cut off. All right. Well, They've got enough debt on their books and their profit margin, their profits are low enough that, uh, that they're in zombie territory. Mm -hmm. And what zombie territory is, is it's the walking dead. They're still a company, but all of their money, every penny that they get, and probably more than what they've got, is going to, towards servicing debt, current debt, mm -hmm. right? Well, that's a bad place to be in because you're just waiting for one thing to go bad and now you're out of business because nobody's yeah. going to lend you money anymore. Yeah. Right? Well, it looks like something has gone bad. A slow and used car sales. Yes. And now this zombie company is likely going to just go out of business. All right? Yeah, or do the bankruptcy <laughs> thing like some companies do. Or they might get right. bought out by somebody else. 
Who knows? Exactly. Yeah. So, so what you can expect is, is just like Hertz, right? Hertz went through a bankruptcy. Yeah. And what happened there is, is that the people that were holding the um, stock, uh, the judge simply said, all right, here's what we're going to do. You still have a lot of assets and you have the chance of actually becoming a good company again, but not with your current debt. So we're going to simply cut all of your stock, um, you know, everybody, all of the owners, mm-hmm. which are the stockholders, right? We're simply going to disannul those. Those are no, those, those stock certificates no longer matter. Stock goes to zero. Now we're, you go ahead and issue more stocks, pay off your debt and get back to work. Well, so my question is, is if they're going to get rid of some of their assets, how much are they going to sell a car vending machine for? Because I'm interested. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so cool. That's an interesting Look thing. at that thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll talk about that when we come back. In the meantime, we've got to go to a commercial. All right. Now, I haven't forgotten. We do have a surprise um, offer coming up. Oh. But you can call in right now and get registered for one of our classes. All right. We've got two classes, a three-day intensive trading and investing class. That's for those people who know that they want to take take charge of their own uh, trading and investing now, mm-hmm. right? They've made the decision, all right, it's time to do this. This is where you start learning the strategies, the methodologies, um, get into the different markets and how they actually work. It's three days, eight hours a day. So, you know, it's a wonderful uh, class. Um, always on a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. If you want that class, you can get it right now for $99. Now it's typically $299. So this is a 66% off uh, kind of offer if you call in on the radio and go straight to that class. All right, if you want that, give us a call. The number is 8448-TRADER. That's 8448-8723-37. Tell the operator you want the $99 class. Very important that you tell her that you want the $99 class, okay? All right. Or you could just text dollar sign 99 to 25029. That's dollar sign 99 to 25029. And somebody will call you back and get, get you registered into a class. Good? All right. Now, we also have a free class. It skims the top of everything we do in the three days. Mm -hmm. The purpose of that class is for people who think that they might want to do it, but maybe don't have the confidence to say, yeah, I really want to do it. I just, these are people that say, I just want to see. All right. If that's the class you want, it's free. It's three hours and it's at a center near you. So give us a call and get registered. Number is 8448-TRADER. That's 8448-872337 or text the word income to 25029. That's income to 25029. We'll see you after the commercials. 